0: from The Hills, reconfigure your life, change your heart and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be. Welcome to The Hills Church.
1: God bless you so much. I started uh, coming to a church called This Present House in the year 2002 and uh, a few years later I became pastor in charge of music. I think at the year 2006, 2005, 2006 I became pastor in charge of music one of the persons God sent then to walk alongside me and to make my life so much more beautiful, is a lady called Tosin Ogubanja. And every time I was going to preach, she was sure going to be the person who was going to lead the worship, to set the atmosphere. My spirit just agreed with her spirit. And who would have known that God would give her a journey and a story that's so compelling of the goodness of God. Please make very welcome, my friend, Mrs. Stosin Thank you. Thank
0: you. you. It wasn't as rosy as he's making it sound. Pastor Moses showed us (laughs) Pepe. But it was awesome. It was always an amazing time in the presence of God. Please don't let me go the same way I came. Touch me with your hands, Jesus. Please don't let me go the same way I came. Touch me with your hands, Jesus. Please don't let us go The same way we've come in here We need you to touch us with your hands
2: Jesus
0: Please don't let us go The same way we came Touch me with your hands Jesus thank you lord that is our prayer that we will be touched by the mighty god in this place that we will not leave the same way we went that this story that you hear of a life testimony of someone standing to testify the goodness of god that it will touch you and let you know that there is nothing absolutely nothing too hard for the lord amen Thank you so much, Pastor Moses. I mean, I, in fact, I, I invited myself because I just wanted, to, I mean, wherever Pastor Moses is, I want to be because he's someone that really, really prayed with me and encouraged me through the journey. So let me go right into it. So, what started it? Basically, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. So, I'm a mother of three, I've been married for like 11 years. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Don't, because I'm slim, don't worry. It's this story that made me slim. It was not my slimness, trust me. <laughs> So basically, you know, life was going with a line. I had a job, you know, I was doing well. I had a business on the side. Everything was just rosy. And I was like, ah, God, this Christianity is very sweet, you know? And then all of a sudden, I felt a boil under my arm, you know? And I was like, ah, what is this? So, of course, our, you know, our African mothers, we put shea butter, ori, everything to let this boil go. It just, just wouldn't go away. So we started to investigate it. We talked to doctors and they were saying, mm, this boil looks a little suspicious. Let's do for that test. And, you know, my husband was actually the one insisting I go to the doctor because for me, I was just like, "Mm, these doctors, they'll find something, Sha. If you were okay before, they'll add something to you. But, you know, he insisted. And they said that those boils were lymph nodes and that they were a sign that something deeper is going on with your body. So from that moment on, things began to move very quickly because as soon as the doctor started taking out tissue and doing tests and then, you know, I got the worst news one day, I got a call from the doctor one afternoon asking me to come into the office now. And he sounded really urgent. I'm like, okay. Um, I knew it wasn't good news from the way he sounded, but I didn't imagine what he was gonna tell me. So he said, um, do you have any history of cancer in your family? And of course I was like, no, I mean, no, no one. And my mom is here as a witness. Mommy, wait.
2: Ah.
0: <laughs> my mom follows me on all these, I, mean, I think to keep, make sure the story is correct, don't change anything, don't change it, so she always follows me, because she was there through the whole journey, <laughs> you know, sometimes when you're on stage, you can just fabricate some stories, but with no way mama is there, uh-uh, she'll be like, no, no, that's not right, so yes, he said that you have cancer, and you need to start chemotherapy and radiation therapy instantly, I mean, it blew my mind, like I'm under 40, and I, I mean, I've been fine. The only time I go into hospitals are to have my babies, and by the next day, I'm like, can I go, please? So this was really, really a shock to me. And it just made me start to think about my life. You know, when you hear those kind of news, it makes you reflect. You start to think, oh, God, what did I do? What sin could I have committed that is so bad? Like, it was not malaria typhoid. It went all the way and jumped to the end. And then when we start to look at my little children and like God, who's gonna take care of them? Will I be there for them? You know? It was a really, really sobering time. And I realized that when you're going through a valley, you start to realize you think you ask yourself, is this something I've done? But, you know, I started to realize after that God is taking you through this journey and he wants that his name will be glorified. It's not about what you've done, it's what you're going to do. So I just want to encourage all of us to just trust the Lord, trust the Lord. So we went to the U.S. because I was just like, "Mm, sorry, doctors, but I don't think you know what you're saying. You know, it's just not possible. So let's go and get a second opinion. So we traveled and then the doctor started performing all types of tests and surgeries. Me that wasn't going to the hospital, I was going on a daily basis. Next thing, my blood pressure shot up because I was just confused. Like my body was doing all kinds of things. And the doctor then called me in July and said, look, it's not just cancer. It's a very aggressive type. Like the type that if you don't treat it now, it can spread everywhere. And it was just even worse news than the one I heard in Nigeria and you know the doctors were so surprised but you're so young you know what's going on what happened one doctor even asked me one day that is it bad news like you know is it bad luck rather like what you know and i was just like god see what they're saying to your child answer now send fire or something you know and um i started the treatment In September, I remember my first chemotherapy treatment. I was actually scared of chemotherapy because I was like, God, I'm going to lose my hair, my fine, beautiful hair. And just, you know, I didn't even know all the other stuff. Then I was just afraid of my hair. And so the chemotherapy was actually the hardest part. I lost all my hair. Every single thing fell off. And it was really scary because not only your hair on your head, your eyebrows. So to leave the house in the morning is a chore. I had to literally draw every single line of my brow so that people wouldn't be asking me what's wrong are you okay you know I lost a lot of weight my fingernails all went black everything changed I felt abandoned by God I would just ask God I'll cry God why did you leave me why have you forsaken me what did I do oh God why don't you love me why don't you love me and I would cry and say that over and over and over again How can this be happening to me? I've served the Lord all my life. Ever since I was a little girl, I've been in the house of the Lord singing in the choir. And I'm like, God, this just can't be. I cried so many nights. I remember talking to my husband. One night I cried and I called him. I was like, please, I can't take this anymore because the pain. Every time I did the chemotherapy for three days, I was weak. I couldn't come out of bed. My mom would, you know, try and just eat something. The smell of food, everything was disgusting. And I thought about all the clothes that I had in my wardrobe that I couldn't even put one on. I thought about the money that I couldn't spend. I thought about all the things that I valued but I couldn't even touch. And it made me realize, so what are all those things that we're amassing when in this time of need, they can't help you? So he said to me, he said, Tosin, don't worry. It's not about, it's not about the life that you... take He said, greater is he that is inside of you than he that is in the world. So don't be scared. Don't look at what's going on on your inside. There is life on your inside. And that just gave me, I mean, it brightened me up because I I thought even though I smell death and I see death all around me, but the life on my inside is greater than what I'm going through. So I will pull through. And I prayed for God to heal me without chemotherapy because those chemo sessions were scary. I would go into the room i thought it was a private room but all these people going through the same thing all locked into com- like computers and the scariest thing is that i when i went there i didn't even know the whole process i thought okay maybe they will inject you for three hours i had to lay there and they had to cut my chest and put and you know it is you know inside there so that every time i was taking the drip they would just it was like who can i push Every day, I would be pierced again and again and again. and God help you if you had those doctors that, oh, I can't find it. Is he here? Poop. No, is he here? Poop. And I'm like, really? And so it was like, I felt like, God, this is an experiment. or so, you know Is this real? Is this a movie? I'll just wake up and they'll be like, oh, sorry, it's April Fools. You know? And so I remember the story of Naaman because when I was asking God, I was like, God, what did I do? What did I do? And he took me to the story of Naaman. And Naaman, he said, Tosin, you're just like Naaman. Naaman wanted a fast healing. He didn't want all that long process of I had to go to one river and then from there. He just like, just lay your hand, just wave your hands and let me be healed. Give me the fast track healing. And that's what I wanted. I was like, God, please. I hear of people that during a service they're healed. And God can heal that way. But he told me, he said, I heal in different ways. And you don't get to choose. You can't pick. You don't get to choose the way that I heal you. All you know is that I will. I am the Lord that healeth thee. But how I do it, you cannot decide. With one blind man, I spat. With another one, I prayed on him. So God does things in mysterious ways. And I thought, wow, God, I never really, really realized that. So I thought to myself, what am I going to do with my time? Because I have all this time I had to be in the U.S. for nine months, shut down every single thing I was doing, my business, my kids. I I took only my baby with me because she's going to be three tomorrow. (laughs) Thank God. And something very interesting about my daughter is I had two sons, like they're much older and we just, I I told my husband, please, now I want a girl, let's be doing hair, go to saloon, all the things I don't like now, but at the time, I thought they'll be nice things. And you know, We tried to you know work on having her and then all of a sudden some test results started being a bit weird around then and the doctors were like oh look you know just cut out this part and my husband was like let's wait let's pray And just shortly after all of that, I found out I was pregnant. So I was just like, wow, if I had just gone to the doctors and surrendered myself, I would have lost this baby that God used to help me through this journey because she was with me. I would wake up in the morning and look at her and say, God, I will live and not die. I will raise this girl. I will see her marry. I will see her, you know? So it was something so exciting, so motivating for me. So I joined the choir that was in Houston because I just thought, you know, I'm not just going to be moping around and crying. And so my church, of course, my, only my pastor knew. I decided I wouldn't tell the choir members because I didn't want anyone feeling sorry for me. I'm like, oh, don't get up, Oh, don't stand. I was like, no, you know, don't shed God's glory. He wants to do something magnificent, and I don't want anyone to spoil that. So I would go on my regular ministrations. I would sing, I would sing, I would sing. I remember one time after I was in the middle of the chemotherapy, and I was singing, I am standing here Only because you made Lord I am standing here Only because you made I am
2: standing
0: here Only because you made An incredible way Yes! It was not over when I sang that song It was not even close to being over but I know this God that I serve I know this God that I serve it doesn't matter what you're going through he pulls you through and it just making me just remember it's just making me have all sorts of emotions and so before the, th- the chemotherapy what we would do is we would take Holy communion as a family and we would pray would say God you said we will drink poison and it won't harm us because this medicine is poison if you see what it did to my body I mean, they would say to you, stay away from people. Don't go outside. It killed every single thing that could fight diseases for you. So for me now, you know, I was like, ah, so I'll not go outside. No, it can't work. So I'll just dress up, wear my fine wig. You should see me when I was going for my chemo appointments. In fact, they were asking me, like, oh, ma'am, are you going to a party? I'm like, no, (laughs) I'm just coming here. (laughs) But I must look my best because I'm telling the enemy, no power of hell. Not any scheme of men
2: can ever pluck. You cannot pluck me from his head
0: till he returns or calls me home. Here in the power of
2: Christ, I stand. No power. can never pluck me from His hand
0: till He returns. or well, He calls me home, here in the power of Christ I stand.
2: What comes against you, you will stand. It doesn't matter what they say about you, you will stand. You will stand.
0: I'm a living witness. Yes, you will stand. Hallelujah. Yes, 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 you will stand. You will stand. That's why I've completed all my chemotherapy, and I thought that was it. I'm like, okay, I'm done. Four months, I'm done. And they said, No you still have radiation therapy and that's going to be six weeks every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I would drive myself. I didn't want to bother my mom. She was taking care of my daughter. the lord gave me the strength what i would do i would drive myself to those sessions timing the journey to get home knowing that the medication will kick in in 40 minutes i must get home before 40 minutes by 40 minutes my strength is gone by 40 minutes i cannot make it but i must drive home in 40 minutes and the lord will just i would just lay there and just just keep trusting or keep praying I remember one day, Pastor Moses, he sent me this prayer I will never, ever, ever forget. He's probably forgotten. You know when you pray, the prayer has gone in the air, you've left it. And he said, had they known they would not have crucified the Lord of hosts. Had they known they would not have crucified the Lord of hosts. I don't think he knew what that meant to me. It just meant that what you think is a test for you is bringing out this glory and this testimony that even the world cannot see even the doctors cannot see they're there telling you what they don't know are they your god you know so it's just been such an amazing journey such an amazing journey and so the doctors were calling me wow this is our star patient i can't just um, it's amazing how she's recovering so fast she's doing so well if it wasn't that she was coming here to take the medicine we won't be sure that is this lady really doing what she's meant to do and i just thought to myself it's not you it's not you it's god it's my amazing god amazing amazing god amazing so 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 amazing so amazing you do mind-blowing things amazing
2: god amazing god
0: my glowing things amazing God so I said I will spend my days praising God because God is bigger than cancer he's bigger than problems, he's bigger than sickness he's bigger than lack he's bigger than anything your mind can ever wrap around that is the God that you serve how awesome is this God So sometimes God uses stops to prepare us for the next start. It's been amazing to me what has come out of this journey. I thought I was just, you know, a procurement manager. I don't have any idea why I'm standing right here in front of you. But I know that I must testify of what God has done for me. Because out of this testimony, you will find something to latch on for whatever it is that feels broken or destroyed on your inside. You will say, if you did it for her, if you did it before, you will do it again. You're not a man that you shall lie. You cannot repent from your word. Once it comes forth, you will do it. That is who you are. And it's amazing. It's amazing. I started to have some revelations. You know, God would reveal different things to me. One day, he was telling me that faith is like a light switch. If you don't switch it on, it's just decoration. It's darkness, and no one can understand what it is. But once you turn on that faith, there is nothing that is impossible. I used to look at myself. I'm the last one in my family, the baby now. So everybody's like, oh, baby tossing, you know. And I just didn't imagine that, God, how did you give me the strength to go through this dark? Dark, dark, deep, dark, darkness. But God was there. God was there. Amazing. Hebrews 7.25. Can you put that up for me, please? Hebrews 7.25. It says, he, this our God, he's able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him since he always leaves to make intercession for them he always lives to make intercession that means as i'm crying oh god help me jesus is also making intercession to the father saying save her lord god deliver her god strengthen her god make her give her life again god i remember one day i walked into my radiation appointment and they told me sorry the appointment is cancelled I was so afraid because I I was told for six weeks you have to go every day. So I was like, what do you mean it's cancelled? The machine is down. What does that mean? And I started to reflect that these people that you have put their trust in so their machine can break down in America. (laughs) And I just put my trust in the one that can never cancel appointments. He's always on time. Those that trust in the Lord shall be like Mount Zion. They shall never fall. They shall never fail. They shall never lack. Because our hope is in you, God. Because our trust
2: is in you, God. Because our eyes are on you, God. Because we look to you from whence coming our help. Our help coming from the Lord. The one that made heaven and the earth.
0: Heaven and the earth. Thank you, Jesus. You love me too much. Jesus, you love me too much. Jesus, you love me too much. too much, old. Your love is kind. Do I have any witnesses? Your love is great. You feel
2: my heart. You fill my heart.
0: With so much peace.
2: Your love is so kind Hey Hey Your love is so patient with me Your love is patient Father I thank you for filling my my heart with so much peace Tell him, you're amazing. So amazing. Hey, hey, you make hey, my life. Go you make you. my life feel bright. Hey, father, you're so, hey, amazing. so amazing. You're so amazing. You're so amazing. Yes, you are.
0: It's just too much excess. Excess isn't good, but the love of God—that is excess—is amazing. It's beautiful. It delivers us.
2: It lifts us up. It takes us out of darkness into His light. There is nothing too hard for Him. Nothing too hard for Him. Nothing too hard. I said nothing too hard for they that trust upon the Lord. Those that keep their eyes on Him. Shall see him, mend every broken heart, mend every broken spirit. He shall turn it, turn it, turn it, turn 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 it, turn 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 it.
0: You love me too much, you You love me too much. I don't deserve it. I don't deserve it, but you love me anyway. You love me so much, oh. That you gave your life for me. That you gave everything for me. Thank you for love. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for loving us, oh God with a love that is so beautiful, so reckless, so awesome, so kind, oh my God. I feel you all over this place, touching people, here to deliver, oh God. I feel your presence all around this place, here to heal sickness, oh God.
2: I feel you all around this place, oh, oh, I feel you all around this place you're here to mend every brokenness you're here to deliver you're here to change your story it's here to change your story oh thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus Jesus.
0: Jesus the Son of
2: I believe in you.
0: I believe in you. Just trust the Lord this morning. Jesus, she Jesus, calling you. Jesus, Jesus, everybody said, keep quiet don't shout, don't call him but he's available here for you to call upon the name of Jesus he's here to do what you want him to do, he's here to touch you in a way, experience him in a way you've never ever experienced him before I feel him all over this place Jesus the son of God I believe in you I believe in you I believe, yes, Lord, I believe, yes, Lord, I
2: believe,
0: you're the Son of God, I believe you, Jesus, I believe, yes, I believe that you're who you say you are. I believe that you're here to deliver and here to save. I believe that you're here to bless people. I believe, yes, I believe. I believe, I believe. believe That if you did it
2: before, that you will do it again. That's who you are. It's who you are. I believe. One more time, I believe, I believe. The son, of God. the son
0: of God So God can make such a scary, dark story He can turn it into a beautiful story It's all really a love story Because it's the love of Christ that made Him give everything for us So even when we're going through dark times He is there with us He's holding us, He's directing us, He's leading us He's upholding us with his hand. He's keeping us with his love. And so he's able to do more than you can ever imagine. And so I'll leave you with Romans 8.18. It tells us that the suffering of this time, they're not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. The glory that shall be revealed in us. You keep your eyes on that glory that shall be revealed in you. You keep your sight on that glory. It is in his word. And you bring it back to him and say, Lord, you said that the glory will be revealed. The glory will be revealed. So for anyone here that you think your situation is over, I'm here to get that no matter how broken or dark it may seem, you do see me standing here in front of you, right? And greater things will the Lord do for you. Greater things will the Lord do in you greater things will he manifest if you believe and i believe that he's going to turn your situation around and so i'm just going to leave you with this song it says turning around for me i heard this song first during a sunday while i was still going through chemo and it was i bawled so much in church i mean like i said my, my church actually didn't even know until let's see march i gave my testimony Tomorrow will be a year when I gave my testimony. And so they were all shocked. Like, ah, so we've been seeing you in church every Sunday singing. You didn't even know that you were going through this. So don't let it be on your outside what you're going through. Because just keep your eyes on him. Sometimes discouraged, but not defeated. Cast down, but not destroyed. There are times I didn't understand, but I believe it was turning around for me. I've had struggles and disappointments. There were times. Some of my friends, they, they didn't understand, but I still believe it's turning around for me, around for me, around for me, around for me, me. it's turning around for me. Around for me, around for me, around for me, it's turning around for me. I, I can see, I can see the breaking of day. God is making our way. a way, change is coming for me. Is coming. If I stand strong and believe, believe, there's no reason to doubt, I know, I
2: know, I know know that it's working out, out.
0: it's Turning turning around for me, this is my favorite part of the song, listen, see it won't always be like this. The Lord will perfect that's concerning you. Do you believe it? Sooner or later, he will turn in your faith. Sooner or later. Sooner
2: or later. He's going to turn in your faith. I said, soon.
0: Say it one more time, it will always be like this. I can assure you, the Lord will perfect what's concerning
2: you sooner or later. I'll turn in your faith. Say, sooner or later, sooner or it's gonna later. turn in my face.
0: It's turning around for you It's, it's turning, turning around, around for me I want you to speak to yourself Speak to yourself and say it's turning around for it's me around It doesn't matter me. what you see me now It doesn't matter what I'm going through now I can tell you it's I can tell you It doesn't matter what's been spoken upon your life But you believe this God He will turn it. He will
2: turn it. He will turn it. it he will turn it he will turn it turn your morning He will turn it. He will turn the sadness around. He will turn it. He will turn it, he will turn it. one more time. He's turning it around. He's turning it around for me. Hallelujah! Come on, give a shout out to our God. Give a shout onto to our King. Give a shout up to, to the Master. Give a shout for Jesus. Give a shout.